0: So we've been talking about how to be rich, not how to get rich, how to be rich, and I thought what we ought to do today is talk about how to be poor, In a lot of ways you can state how to be rich, and it's opposite, how to be poor, and there's three ways that we can be poor that I'll focus on today, I'm sure there's many more. One is to be unwise, we had an entire lesson where we went through wisdom as a source of riches. We went through the book of Proverbs and looked at some categories there. We can talk about how to be unwise. You can be unfruitful. Unfruitfulness actually leads to poverty. And you can save your life for yourself, which may be the most interesting of these. So we'll go through these three ways to be impoverished ways to live a life of poverty so first let's talk about how to be unwise we've done all these before but we've not spoken of them or stated them in the opposite and might be kind of fun to do this it sounds kind of funny to say it but one way that you want to be poor is to be slothful if you want to be poor then be lazy and slothful. Make sure that you think in terms of everyone else serving you. Don't serve others. Make sure you get what's coming to you. If you don't have your fair share, if you're not getting if you're not getting what is owed to you, then create a big ruckus. Make sure you create a, even a fight. Pick fights. And make division happen when you're not getting what's coming to you, your fair share. Now, if if something's coming to you that you don't deserve, then of course you would make excuses and justify yourself. And in doing so, you'll be on your way to being impoverished. Seek sensual pleasures. This is a great way to become poor strong drink or drugs sexual pleasure especially with prostitutes it's a great way to become impoverished be sure you hang out with rabble-rousers troublemakers people with poor character this will they'll help you along the way always correct people especially if you don't know what you're talking about be quick With a word of exhortation for others. Create division at all times. If you can create division, it will bring attention on you, and you'll be the center focus. Be a hoarder, hoard everything you can bring yourself to hoard, hoard money, hoard things. Do not read the Bible. And if you study nature, don't have God in mind. Don't ever help anyone unless there's something in it for you. Look out for number one. After all, who, if you don't look out for number one, who's going to look out for number one? Do not listen. Talk, after all. What you have to say is so much more important than anything anyone else could have to say. Much more interesting. I love uh, you, I love Brian Regan's Me Monsters skit. Have you ever seen this? He's a he's a comedian, and he's talking about how people talk about themselves. He said, "There's this one guy running on and on and on about how fantastic he was." He said, "I thought I would tell a story to kind of break the." You know, break the monotony. And just as I finished the story, the guy says, Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> he said, You know, it's typical in a conversation for somebody just to be watching for your lips to stop moving. You know, oh, yeah, 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 well, me. Not you, me. See the difference? You, me. Well, that's a, that's a way to be impoverished. Make sure you don't listen. Just wait for their lips to stop moving, so you can get your words in. And finally, let your emotions throw flow through your mouth. If you feel it, say it. Be honest with your feelings. Channel those things right through your tongue, and just get it out. It sounds kind of funny, okay? But that's a kind of a, a counter way of talking about proverbs. Now. It's interesting to me that we actually have TV shows about all these things. Have you noticed this? I wonder if it isn't because we we inherently know that this is incredible foolishness and destruction. And we know we do it. And when we can watch someone on TV doing it to an immense extreme, it makes us feel better. And we can say, oh, well, I do that, but I'm not near that bad. I'm a hoarder, but my house is not full of newspapers. So I feel so much better. Perhaps. I'm not sure exactly what that's about. But if we want to be, if we want to be impoverished, if we want to not be rich, then a good way to do that is to be unwise. Well, another approach is to be unfruitful. Turn with me to Mark chapter 4 and verse 18. Mark 4:18. You're really familiar with this. It's the explanation of the parable of the sower. And I'm just going to focus on some words here. I'm not going to focus on the passage context so much. In 4:18, this is Jesus speaking. He's talking about the the explanation of the parable. Now these are the ones sown among thorns, the seeds that fall among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. So there's three things that we can do if we want to choke the word and become unfruitful, and this is another good path to be impoverished. The first is to focus on the cares of this world. Let's just call it anxiety. Anxiety is a great path to poverty. The cares of this world. Now, it's interesting to think about what anxiety is, where it comes from. And I'm going to propose that anxiety stems from our inherent desire to control things we can't control. You can, you can uh, hypothesize that if you knew you couldn't control anything and you didn't feel like you can control something, that perhaps you would be completely emotionless about it. And in fact, it's not that we can't control anything. That is not the case. We actually can control three things, and the problem I think we get with anxiety is we try to control things we can't control instead of focusing on the things we can not control. I, I would, I have a, a hypothesis: we can control three things. We can control who we trust. That is within our control to control who we trust. Who do we usually prefer to trust? ourselves, of course. And this is one of the reasons we want to have a lot of money. When you have a lot of money, you can control a lot of things. This is the reason why we want our circumstances to fit a, a particular game plan that we have. Uh, pretty typical for me to have conversations with younger people, and it would be a long Actually, not so much anymore. I used to have it quite often. But people want to know, how do I know God's will for my life? How do I know God's will? You you can turn over to, I forget which Thessalonians is, and it says, this is the will of God, your sanctification. That's the will of God. I get that, but I want to know what God's will for me is. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I want to know which woman will guarantee me as a wife that my life will be great and it will turn out the way I want it to be. That's what they're really asking. Which college can I go to that will get me the